now we I'm going to continue to talk about the topic that I talked before about the the biggest problem that we have uh, which is suffering uh, this dissatisfaction so I always always keep telling myself I'm not going to use that word but always I use that word <laughs> okay so if you remember that I talked about there are three things when it's come to suffering there are I I said there are dukkha dukkha which means in general we have dissatisfactions that things that we make unhappy like headaches stomach aches and things like that and then we have viparinama dukkha which means when things change that makes us unhappy because we don't like the change we like we want things to be the way we want maybe we like the change but if the change the way we want if it happens the way we want then we uh, agree we are okay with it but when things go wrong we don't like it like getting old and things like that right we don't want that and then the last one we talked about sankara dukkha which is that it's related with this sansaric journey how we make this whole thing um, suffering in the bigger picture so these three things that we um, talked about last time when we talk about this topic and so do you have any questions anything if you remember now about the things that we talked about to move on okay so now i have a personal opinion i think i don't agree with the idea that the world or life is suffering what do you think <coughs> Well, it says that everything is suffering. Yeah. I've been thinking lately a lot about, uh, you know, our, our discontent comes from trying to cling to something that's not permanent. We want to cling to, to a lot. You, to things that we perceive as permanent and they're not permanent and, and that's where we tr trying to build this you know these permanent things may I ask you a question mm -hmm. may I ask you a question yes. how long have you been practicing about seven years yeah, yeah. have you gotten any like 
um, any skills that you can read others' minds or something? No. Because it sounds like you read my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> See? Uh, why? What I meant by saying that I don't think the world or life is not suffering or it's not dissatisfaction, dissatisfy, um, or however I think you understand it. Because just take a look at things and why do you think those things are suffering? Do you think when you see a nice big house, it's suffering? <coughs> Where is the suffering on a big nice house? And when you see a nice view, and when you see a nice town, when you see nice people, in my case, nice cars, <laughs> why, why do you think that those things are suffering? I don't think those things are suffering. No. Okay, now we have a lot of hands. Okay, Mike first. Well, desires cause suffering. So a lot of it is how the way you perceive, you know, like you said, you're just nice cars. Well, you're not going out and, and buying a bunch of cars, though. Right? So that's just I a desire. Good. Did you have a yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike, first. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that, I mean, if your point is that the things themselves aren't suffering, then I completely agree, right? It's not, there is no inherent nature in the world that causes us suffering. It's our perception, it's our, our fundamental misunderstanding of the permanence or lack thereof of these things that we desire, of the relationships that we have with people that we want to last forever, all the things that make us happy, I mean, to the, to the larger point of where where is the suffering, e even the things that make us happy are going to cause us suffering because we want them to stay. And the fundamental truth is that nothing's going to stay, that ultimately it's all changing, it's all dependent. Um, so the things themselves aren't the problem, right? Like having a beautiful house, you could be, you could be fully enlightened and have a forty-room mansion. They're not mutually exclusive. It's the attitude you bring to it, the the perspective that you have on. It. So it's great. Yeah, I just 
not to make it seem simple, but all materialistic things, everything outside of your mind is not suffering. Your mind is causing you to suffer. It's what I'm gravitating to. Okay. I see life more as a journey than suffering. Suffering is part of my journey. <clears throat> because from each pain of suffering that I've experienced, I've learned something. And so at my age, I see my life more as a journey, and I wouldn't have changed anything in my life, whether it was happiness or suffering. Yes, sir. Yes, I agree exactly what this lady says here. I, I really like her comment because we always look at suffering as something negative, you know. But perhaps suffering can be, like she says, a learning process. I'm, I'm specifically thinking about what Sujata said about this lady who called him up in tears because she was so lonely. Uh, this was like last Saturday, and he tried to counsel her. But um, she was suffering so much because she was lonely. But if we think to ourselves, what, what if nobody got lonely and suffered from loneliness? We'd all look like cats. <laughs> we wouldn't we want, we want to be around anybody else. So the suffering motivates us to, to, uh, to meet with other people and intermingle with other people. See, what I said that the world or life is not suffering because I think the concept of suffering is subjective. Now, when we talked about loneliness, that maybe she thinks she doesn't have anybody, and she's so lonely. And uh, you know what? So it's a Western an idea that people have. They have a bunch of people all around, and they can do a lot of things, but still they feel like, I'm lonely, so I don't know what to do with them. In my case, I like to be alone. So it's not suffering for me. I am happy if I don't have anybody to hang out and just do my things by myself. I really like at my house if there is nobody. <laughs> so I think it's, there are things subjective. So there is no, nothing something that we can call like fixed. Okay, this is suffering and you can't showed something and say, okay, this is suffering. I think it's subjective, person to person. Yeah, but you know, Sanyata, you, know, you say you'd like to be alone, but if you were cast away on an island by yourself, you'd be talking to volleyballs just like Tom Hanks <laughs> In other words, um, if, you would, if it went to an extreme like that, then our loneliness would take over and it start suffering. And we want to continue with you because it's a natural human no, that's true, because um, when I came to the country, I couldn't speak English, and I was for, oh, for years, I never met anybody, and I was lonely, and it makes you suffer, it's you cry, you don't want to be alone, you know, you want to be with people, I, you need the desire to be with somebody to talk to. See, I, I think that's wrong. Because we are programmed that way. We think that we have to have people, we have to have, we have to talk, and we have to engage with the society 
and we are programmed that way. And so my thinking is different than yours. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have to disagree to your um, comment because I think that's not our nature. We are programmed. We are conditioned to these ideas. And we uh, embrace these things and we think, oh, that's, that's true. And you just believe in it. And I don't think that's really true. It's, it's subjective. It's different from person to person. And in my case, I'm pretty sure if I stuck on a land like that, I can handle it. See, that, that, that's why you need a practice, because you have to accept there is, if you are alone, and if you are handicapped, if you cannot do anything, so you have to accept the, the fact that there is no help, and there is nothing that you can do complaining about it. So you can accept it, and it's your call. So you can sit there and complain, or whether you can be happy. So it's, it's up to you. So you have to decide. Otherwise, we always go with what we um, all we go with the what we already know and what we already taught. So I think it's very uh, wrong that way. Uh, we cannot be happy because we are always trying to perceive something that somebody taught us, and we don't think differently. And we cannot change it. Jill? Um, I think a lot of it is the fact that we... The inability to see the transient nature of all things, not being able to see the transience of, of everything is transient. Our thoughts are transient, our lives are transient and trying to think that there's any, just thinking that there's anything permanent about what our state is here. And I think that creates suffering. Not seeing that everything is transient. I think that's where a lot of people don't see it. Yes, Guy. Good question. You mentioned that in, you believe it's cultural, you can be by yourself all the time and not be uncomfortable. Isn't there a certain point in time in your life today where you have, it's better to be with people or to do some other things and have a balance? Because I find that in my life, I'm, I'm one of those older ones, getting older, now, when I was younger, I had to be around people. When I got in the car, the radio never turned off. It was a condition of buying a car. Now, much like you, I have a fondness for cars. But as I get older, I like the radio off. And I like my time without any family members around and no one around. I appreciate that more and as things change through your life. But I still have this balance of when I want to be with people and when I don't want to be with people. And I find the suffering comes in for me is when it's on their terms rather than my terms. <laughs> 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 
So I, I just want to know in your question, you were saying you could be by yourself. Is that like right now that's it? You could just isolate yourself? Or do you still have that desire for getting in a car? <laughs> mm -mm. I can just be with myself. You can. That's yeah. It's amazing. Because I think that's how I enjoy, that's where my happiness is. Maybe that's why. See, that's why I said it's, it's subjective. So it could be a, a really a bad thing to somebody else. And it could bring the whole um, unhappy things to in their lives. And they can get stressed out, and, but not me. So they have to go to counselors, doctors, and get pills, and it can make a lot of complications. But when it's come to me, I'm totally okay with it. So it's depending on the person's personality and what you, how you enjoy it. Yes? Yeah, it, it sounds to me like maybe the suffering comes from people who don't know who they really are. So if they really are somebody that can be by themselves, but everybody tells them, oh, you have to be with people, then that's going to be suffering, and the other way around. If there's people who need people, but somebody says, well, you need to learn to be by yourself, and they believe that, then that's going to be suffering for them. So it's knowing yourself is really important. Exactly. Yeah, so this of, is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I thought you were... I didn't want you to... No, that's, that's fine. Uh, well, uh, what I was going to say is kind of like on the same... Uh, idea with Ray, and I was wondering what, what you what were you saying? Were you saying that we limit ourselves by not allowing ourselves to question our abilities as human beings? Yeah. So we, so we set ourselves up for thinking that we're limited. We're limited in this area. We can't. We have to be this way socially and stuff. But we can. We actually can go beyond more than we think we can go beyond. Is that what you're trying to say? We we don't. Yeah. We are stuck in a. Uh, a program like uh, uh, it's just, just like a, think about like a computer that has a, uh, maybe five years ago when they had programmed this computer and you cannot install softwares that have in 2007 we are just like that never change isn't that the same word that conservative thing you cannot install these new softwares. It's like these old brands of computers. And maybe it's cars. And you cannot, you have an engine that, a muscle car, but you cannot fix into my Ford Focus. Well, you could. <laughs> I wish. Like, well, like, all these, you know, uh, bigger stuff. But uh, I think the good example is the computer. You cannot, because these programs doesn't run. So we are programmed in certain ways, and we don't go beyond that. We don't question ourselves, and we don't sit, and we don't take time to understand ourselves. So I think uh, that's where the practice comes in, and it helps you to understand yourself and to see how you do with yourself. Um, so by the way, suffering what Buddha's idea was, this whole thing, this suffering thing, comes from attachments. So that's where I have to stop today, but I wanted to talk about a little bit more uh, about uh, desire, how uh, that's going to work. Maybe 
again, when Bhante Sujat is not here, I can talk about it. And <laughs> thank you very much about your opinions and ideas. Thank you. I know it's a little bit deep stuff.